Welcome to the 1% Growth Club podcast, where we discuss the power of love, beliefs, focus, gratitude, and mindset. Get comfortable being uncomfortable, and let's grow together and experience more of this beautiful journey of life. My name is AJ Gupta, and welcome to today's episode. My name is AJ Gupta. I'm your mentor, your guide, your coach, and I am here. We are both here to help you grow at least 1% in your body, in your mind, and your soul. Because my friends, when you grow 1% every day, compound it every single day, every single week, every single month, remember you take you everywhere. So wherever you go, you go. So why not become the absolute best version of you? And this is what we're here to do every single day, show up for you to help guide you to become the absolute best version of you. So before we begin, I want to hand it over to Brother Tony. Good morning, brother. How are you? What's going on? Happy Monday to you. Good morning. Good morning. I'm doing well. Another beautiful day. Um, it's real cloudy today, but which has been nice, actually. It's been really cloudy. Not not a lot of storms, not a lot of rain, but it's cool, keeping things cool because it's also been hot, you know? So, yeah, I had a great weekend. Basketball, watching my son grow and get better and do what he loves and, you know, have adversity and, and just watching him, you know, navigate through it. He's tall, so he always has to play the biggest kid, you know, and they're playing the grade up. So the difference in the seventh and the eighth grader can be big right now, right? And, you know, he fights with them. He doesn't complain. You know, it's just, I don't know. I really, this time around with basketball, you know, it's kind of tied in with my growth and, and my mindset and like always looking for the lesson and, you know, even instilling that in him and watching him take that mindset and like apply it and learn and get back. It's just been great. So we ended the summer, summer's over. Now we onto, you know, another thing. It doesn't stop, but it's new team, new coach, new, you know, so now he has to deal with like, you know, Hey, I may not be a starter. This coach may not want me in that system like that. I may not actually make the team that I want to, make you know but you talk to him you can tell he's ready for whatever so it's been great man that was my weekend um my car did officially die jamal pretty much died so that's through a wrinkle in in you know some of my plans and you know using these tools and technologies that we talk about right now to figure out a way i hear aj in my head you know there's always a way <laughs> so I'm in the midst of finding that way as well. Um, so things are always going to show up, right? And as as I always do, it's not just cliche, you know. It's another beautiful day, regardless of what's showing up, you know. I have a friend that's going through some really, really tough medical stuff, like, you know, life-changing. And, you know, he's sitting in a hospital room right now. You know, I'm here, healthy, bright-eyed, and get to share some time with you guys, you know. So just, you know, grateful for the day, grateful for all that comes with it. You know, happy to be here with my family. Good morning, everyone. Jamelia, Sheila, Cop, Don, AJ. 
So yeah, how are you, man? How was your weekend? Yeah, it's beautiful share, brother. I'm, I'm I was just very present to to your share. Um, you know, watching and hearing Zion go and you know along his journey of basketball, it's like time flies. You know, I can't believe it's like you know he's in seventh grade playing eighth graders and you know you touched on the most important piece and this is what we're going to talk about today and every monday is mindset mindset is everything mindset is king we each have a mindset sometimes it's strong sometimes it's weak sometimes it's it's a great mindset but we will have a specific mindset and when we can can adopt a mindset of i'm always going to grow or the learning never stops or life is happening for me not to me you know life is a gift where is the opportunity in this where is the lesson in this when we start to operate from that mindset things start to change in life and you realize that you know what once would have pissed you off or would have got you angry or would have got you frustrated now it brings a different energy same experience but the meaning you give to it now is completely different so you know watching and hearing mostly hearing how zion shows up and how he shows up for these games as an individual is what excites me the most i see i'm not too bothered and i'm sure tony isn't either about the numbers right because numbers you can always improve your game but you know what stands what's the difference between an outstanding basketball player and the next person outside of the sport itself is how they show up that's the most important that's the difference you know we were talking about you know last week we mentioned stephen curry you know the documentary and for those of you that haven't seen it, i highly recommend you watch it i'm still halfway through i haven't seen the whole thing but you know one thing that just reminded me of just like not giving up and focusing on you know we get to choose what we focus on and so when steph curry was actually playing playing basketball and he he started for davison college you know i think he made, he was like 4 for 30 in his first game which is unlike unbelievable it's bad it's not great it's horrible you know and people were saying to him they were focusing on that specific score primarily the shots that he lost but what separated him from everybody else and that's why he is where he is today is he was focusing on okay what can i do to to close that gap see we have to be brutally honest with ourselves my friends look at where you are look at what you think how you think what you operate what is where is it you want to go and what does it take to get there and what does it take for you to close that gap what mindset do you need to adopt to close that gap and so for zion specifically just having that mindset of i'm going to do whatever it takes nothing can stop me him surrounding himself with better stronger players is already setting him up for success And my friends you can use this same example for Zion in your own life. Right? Surround yourself with people that are better, faster, stronger than you, smarter than you, that are doing things that you want to do but on a much bigger level so you can learn from them so you can grow from. Them. And then also do what Zion is doing by stepping into your 
discomfort zone, step, stepping into uncomfortableness, playing a game at a higher level, learning and growing every step of the way. But most importantly, he's having so much damn fun doing it, isn't he, Tony? That's the most important. And that's what we invite every single one of you to do as well. Right. So I love that example about Zion. I'm so grateful he's doing well. I'm grateful you're doing well as well, brother. And I'm sending your friend so much love and light. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, you spoke about his friend that isn't doing well. You know, again, a beautiful reminder of how important health is. Health is the most important thing in the world. You have to and get to look after your health. Right. So sending your friend so much love, so much strength. And I had a little bit of a, a health thingy yesterday as well. Right? I was eating some street food, drinking some street coffee, and, and I, I, I knew my gut feeling was do not drink the coffee. But guess what? I did it anyway. Right? And I did it. I started to feel some stomach ache later that evening. Yesterday in the morning, I woke up with so much pain, so much stomach pain. And I took medicine to like stomach cramp relaxes to, to, to relax it, and it wasn't helping. And it was so painful. And I had other symptoms, and I was like, oh, God. I called some friends of mine that live here in Colombia. They're doctors, and all of them were out of town, and there's a public holiday this weekend, so everything is closed. So they said, you, have to, you know, you can go to the hospital. And I didn't really want to go to the hospital. I don't like going. And I was like, it's only stomach pain. But they said, look, just go get it checked out. So I took an Uber to the hospital and it was in an emergency department and like there were real emergencies there. You know, I was telling Tony that I saw things, you know, that nobody should see. But, you know, I saw a, a, a gentleman, it looked like he had like, he had been shot. He had like three bullet holes. And this guy that I saw, he had a laceration across his forehead with blood coming out. And all of this thing, this woman looked like she had a broken arm and I'm sitting there like, like focusing on like, all of these other people's problems, and then my problem disappeared, right? How many of you have ever experienced that, right? It was like you go into the Apple store and like you, you have a problem with your iPhone, and then as soon as you walk into the Apple store, the problem disappears. It's like, what the hell? But I was so focused on other people's pain that my pain disappeared, and it genuinely disappeared. And so I went to the security guard, and I felt really uncomfortable being there, and I said, look, you know, I don't speak any English or any Spanish, right? I told him I didn't speak any even though I did. And I said, look, I, I want to leave. I said, look, I have a friend downstairs and she needs to come up. In fact, I need to go and get her. That was my way of getting out. And he's like, no, you can't leave. You have to see the doctor and you're in the system. And I was like, oh God. So I was practicing my patience, right? I didn't want to be that. I was like, I was scared to some degree, right? But I also was like, like my problem is nothing. I, I just want to see a local doctor. I just need some medicine. But God damn, I was practicing that muscle of just being present and just being patient and just like observing and watching the people around me. And then I went to see the doctor and I told her all the pains that I had. And she's like, all right, I'm going to give you a saline solution. I said, yeah, I need this and that and that. And she said, it's going to be three hours. I said, three hours. I said, ma'am, I've got 30 minutes. I've got to call at two o'clock. And like, she was like, all right, I'll speed things up, but you have to be patient. And I was testing being patient, being patient, being patient. And, you know, like she messed up on my, like one of the nurses, they put a needle here for the, for the IV. And I said, look, don't put it there because the veins aren't good. There. It's better if you put it here. And you can see like clearly my veins are sticking out. And it was, it was so easy to put it there. 
right? And she was like, no, no. And I should have said, no, please, escucha me, por favor, listen, right? Please do not put it there, put it there. And she didn't, and she stuck it in. And, you know, put it, um, it didn't go in properly. And all of like blood started coming everywhere. And I started to get freaked out, not about the blood, but just pissed off at this, this, this nurse when I told her I should have, and I should have listened to myself, right? So anyway, she put it in my arm. Everything was great. I was in and out in about an hour, but, you know, really needed to rest my body. And I was still on the go, go, go. I had calls scheduled. And I was like, I really need to just rest. So I canceled my calls for the rest of the day. I had two calls, um, but I'm doing well. I'm doing much, much better. Still got stomach cramps, but like, you know, it's, um, I'm grateful I got, I got it. You know, I, when I go to India, I get the same thing. When I went to Thailand, I don't know if you guys remember, I had the same thing. Bali, we had the same thing. Now we've got it in Medellin. So I guess today's reminder, today's uh, awareness is, uh, well, today's um, lesson is to be more aware of your body. Listen to your body, right? Give it the nutrition it needs. Listen to it when, when you're not supposed to eat something or do something or drink something. Don't do it. Let it go. And it could be something as simple as Coke. Right. Or the other day, I knew I shouldn't have eaten some of these gummies. So I was eating some gummies. Right. And my next thought was, AJ, stop now. Don't eat anymore. Why? Because you're teak. And then I didn't listen to myself and I ate more. And then my crown came off, like the cap on my tooth. Right. So, my friends, we all have this energy, this instinct inside of us. I know you do. Right. Um, listen to it or and see what shows up for you when you do. Right. All right. So, Tony, I'm going to come over to you. Anything you want to add, anything you want to share, and then uh, we'll go into today's great quote of the day. No, man, I just was I was thinking about, you know, a hospital in Medellin and all the, you know, stuff that must have been going on, right? And, like, how you, you know, this thing I've, I think I've held this mindset my whole life is, you know, no matter what you're going through, <laughs> there's always somebody who's got it worse, you know, and I'm, you know, you saw that firsthand, right? Like, ah, uh, my problems are, <laughs> this guy sitting over here with bullet wounds, right? Like, I think I'm just going to go home, you know, but yeah, it's just also, I enjoy shares like that, you know, just because these are things for me, I've never traveled outside of the country. So it's like, these are things that I don't think about, you know, and, you know, hats off to you again, just for, you know, even having the courage to take that trip and be out there by yourself and, and figure out a way, you know, on this a holiday weekend, how are we going to get there? You know, like you used your resources, you know, um, and that type of mindset, it doesn't matter where you're at you're always going to be okay because you, you know, you're resourceful and you know how to, you know, your mindset is strong. So that, thank you for sharing those stories. I'm glad you're feeling better. You know, um, definitely stick the bottle of water or something, man. <laughs> like be careful. But yeah, no, we can get to today's quote. Man. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. Well, I'll get to today's quote, but I also forget, you know, about, the value of these stories, right? Like for me, it was, to me, it was no big deal, right? It was nothing. Go take calling an Uber, 
in the front seat, very sick, checking into a hospital, communicating, like all of that was like nothing. But it's funny you mentioned that. It's great that you mentioned that because I have a friend of mine that lives here in Medellin. He's been here for two years. I met up with him for lunch on Saturday. And he was like, oh, that hospital you're going to is so far away. Find something closer. And it was only like a 12-minute Uber, right? So it's really like perspective. I will do whatever it takes to get things done. And then other people, too far. It's too expensive or it's too this or it's too that. You make up excuses. But for me, it was like, yo, I'm going to do whatever it takes, right? I have a mission. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. You know, I was scared, absolutely. But I didn't lean into that fear for long. I acknowledged the fear, right? So, okay, so this is what happened. Checked into the hospital. There's police everywhere. There's security guards everywhere. They have guns. And I'm like, what? Like, I see, I guess it's Colombia, but like, why? And like... It's a hospital, right? Like, you know, people are coming there. There's security everywhere. And so there's this guy who spoke English, right? He spoke a decent amount of English. And I was like, hola, amigo, yo necesito una doctora or doctor, right? Pero no habla español, nada. So I said, I don't speak any Spanish. And he said, I speak a little bit of English. I lived in London for five years. So I gave the guy 10,000 pesos, okay, immediately, okay, which is like three bucks, but that's like, so my friend told me 10,000 pesos, like these guys make approximately a dollar an hour. Okay. Maybe, maybe less, 50 cents an hour. That's the basic, um, um, that's the basic wage. Okay. So I gave this guy and I said, please take care of me. And he took care of me. And I know that that's how the system works in countries like this. Right. It's like you, like they will take care of. So he stood by me. This, while I was waiting and he's like, here's the number. And he's like 56 and it was on 48. And he's like, sit down. I was like, bro, I'm not sitting down. I'm going to stand up. I'm like sitting, standing there on the corner. I'm like that gringo on the side, like scared as shit. But I, I didn't look scared, but like on the inside, I was scared, right? Because on one side, I've got this guy who's been shot on this side. This guy has got lacerations on his head. I've got police officers everywhere. And like this screaming and shouting and like all of this stuff. But again, this is a private hospital, right? The, you have to pay to even go into the hospital, right? So it costs 100 pesos, right? So 100 pesos is three cents. That's how much the admission fee is to get in. And some people can't, they can't afford it or they don't pay it, okay? So I'm sitting there and they said, okay, triage is going to take 10 minutes. And I'm like, that, that was the longest 10 minutes of my life. I'm just sitting there, I'm like, all right. Pain is gone. I want to get, get out. I was like, amigo, let me out. And he's like, no, you can't get out. And so it was an experience, but it, it was a great experience. It was so cool, in fact. But, you know, it just made me so grateful for many things. One, you know, I was grateful for the hospital system in Medellin. But two, I'm just grateful for the systems that we have in the U.S., right? I'm grateful that we don't necessarily have to worry about those things. Now, certain hospitals in certain cities, yes. Right. You go to South Side of Chicago, you know, you go to um, I forgot what the name of that hospital is over there. I've been to it. It's it is dangerous. But for the most part, like I was so grateful that I and we live in a world or in a country or in a city where, you know, we don't have to worry. And that was it was so beautiful to to be in that moment. Right. So again, you know, it's these all lessons. I'm learning and growing every minute of every hour. Why? Because I can't. Two, because why not? 
right? Because you never know where you're going to use that experience or that or whatever you use somewhere else. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was, uh, since you guys like stories, there's, there's a little bit more to that story. Um, yeah, Tony, I'm going to pass it over to oh, your video. So you, are you there? And if there's anybody that wants to share or add or ask a question as well, I know we had a couple of questions on TikTok. So Callie, um, please make sure you get those over to me. But uh, Tony, yeah, over to you, brother. Yeah, yeah, we do love stories. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like the TV show. <laughs> um, yeah. So what is the quote for today? Let's get into that. All right. Today's quote of the day is by Nelson Mandela. He said, there is no passion to be found in playing small, in settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living. So I'll repeat it one more time and then I'll come to you first, brother. There is no passion to be found in playing small, in settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living. That's powerful, powerful. So what shows up for you with that one? And I would love to get uh, um, a volunteer from this call on Zoom to share what that means to you as well. But coming over to you, Tony. Yeah. This is like the big picture of, of my journey, right? The reason I put in all of this work um, on, you know, on my mindset, on my growth, on my belief systems, you know, is because of my potential. And through my life, I realized I did a lot of playing small, especially in my culture. So in my culture, being intellectual can be frowned upon, right? Having thoughts that don't necessarily align with everyone else's views can be frowned upon you know they'll call you they might call you a nerd or or a square or you're corny or whatever you know it's like so i spent many years doing that playing small having small conversation using small words um because I got negative reactions when I did other things, you know, like, like even remember getting into an argument one time with someone because I corrected them on a term, right? It was like, um, it was a, it's a criminal term when they say modus operandi, right? Which is like a Latin term for, you know, how someone does something. And, and like, you know, he was, and and I corrected him, and then, like, this big blowout went out because basically, like, you know, don't tell me I'm stupid, I'm smarter than you. And, you know, so it's like it becomes ingrained in you to where you don't want to express ideas and things like that, you know. And it took me a long time to realize that. But when I did, I realized, like, oh, I've never really been in optimal form mind, body, spirit, soul, you know, or, or, you know, mental, whatever, you know, whatever it is. I missed what I missed, but you get the point. <laughs> um, I've never been like in optimum form and all of those things. And, and like, what could I do if I was? 
because I've done so much unhealed. I've done so much with with belief systems that didn't necessarily serve me, but I was still able to accomplish things and like, you know, overcome odds and, you know, things like that for, you know, not even like, you know, just thinking nationally or, or across the country. I just think of my peer group, right? Um, which was big and say there was 30 of us, you know? Um, maybe three or four of us actually just living normal life. A lot of us didn't make it. A lot of us are in different places, you know, so the odds were really low. And, you know, I realized through, through my, you know, unpacking and unpeeling in my healing process that playing small is like, it does a disservice to all of those people who don't have the opportunity to play small, big, medium, anything, you know, it's another reason why I'm grateful for every day. You know? And so to me, to kind of wrap this up, you know, like I was saying, it's the big picture of my growth journey is to get to a point where I am living my full potential, you know, and, it's a process. It's a journey, and it you know I'm I'm I've I'm made a lot of progress, and I'm very far, but there's still a ways to go. And part of it is having to remind myself because I'm still I'm still in there a little bit, right? And I have to remind myself on a regular basis: stop playing small, stop dumbing down your conversations, stop talking about things that you know need to be said simply because you don't think people will understand them. You know, there's a lot to it for me. So this is big for me and I can talk about it all day, but I'll basically leave it there. Like for me, this is the big picture. This is the forest, you know, um, getting to your full and true potential. I'll leave it there. Boom. There he goes. I love it. I love it. And, you know, my friends, we all have unlimited potential, right? We have so much potential, we don't even know what to do with it. But what stops us from tapping into that full potential is our mindset, are those fears, are those things that, that we do to self-sabotage us, you know? But after reading this quote, I, so I'll repeat today's quote, um, there is no passion to be found in playing small in settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of. I'm going to bring it back to, you know, whatever we focus on, we will get more of. You know, if we focus on playing small or why are we playing small or why do we always play small, you're mostly going to be getting playing small. But what if you start changing your questions on how can I play this game on a much bigger level, right? And I'll share one quick example of how this question, this focus, this mindset shift made such a big difference. And the first example that came to my mind was, um, it was about three and a half, four years ago when I first met um, the co-founders of Labia Foundation. And they're the one of the nonprofits that I work with in India that um, provides social and emotional learning to now, I think, close to 3 million, 3.5 million kids. But when I first met them, you know, they were playing small. Their mindset was small. Now, their vision and what they created was huge, 
but the game that they were playing was small. And one question just literally opened up the entire floodgates. And it was, how can we take this same concept and take it all around the world and impact every, and have the ability to be able to impact every child on this planet? It went from serving 30 million children to now almost close to like 2 billion kids potentially in the next 40, 50 years. Just from that one question. So my friends, ask yourself, you know, how can you play your game of life on a much higher, better level, on a, on a more loving, caring um, in, uh, level where you're making even more impact? Truly. All right. So, all right, Dawn, what's up? How are you? Looks like you have something you want to add or you want to share. Go ahead. Yes, actually, um, this speaks to me really, really well. The other day, I work with a coffee company. It's the um, Fred from the B-52s. They've been working in Deland to help with homelessness, and they keep on hitting all of these roadblocks where they can't build the small housing, they can't build affordable housing, and they've been fighting and fighting and fighting with the city of Deland. And I looked at him and almost grabbed him by his shirt collar, and I said, you're thinking too small. This is not just a citywide issue. This is a nationwide issue. You need to open up your focus and help more people. So stop focusing on the small and go large. So do the press releases. Go nationwide. Help, help, help whoever you can. Stop looking in your backyard. It might not be your backyard you need to help. And they're like, you're right. And so they're taking it na- nationwide. And we're going to find people that we can help. And it's actually going on tour with some rock bands. It's going on tour with some other people. So it went from a small scope of just fit, of just fighting a city to get something passed to now going, going ahead and being able to help on a much larger scope just because I had a bigger vision than they did. They were playing small. And um, you are what you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with with dreamers and people that don't keep inside the box. It's an amazing world out here. So I just wanted to let you know, cause that was a real life scenario that just happened last week. So that's it. Have an amazing day. I'm heading to site. I've been helping direct a feature film for the last about 10 days and I've got until August 20th. And then I think I'm going right into another one. And just a note, um, I'm actually going to be making my own movie because I have all the players and I have the idea and everyone's actually coming together very easily, like pieces of a puzzle. So why not? We're going to be making a movie. Love you guys. Bye. Boom. That's incredible. I absolutely love that. You see the passion. You see the joy. You see the energy, right? That's what happens when we do the things that we love. When we're in alignment to creating the impact that we want to create. So my friends, what a beautiful call today. I do have to go. God. Spanish class is in 29 minutes, Um, but I'm sending you all so much love. Thank you, Tony, for everything you do from our entire family here at the 1% Growth Club. We're sending you all so much love. Remember to live with love and live with gratitude and appreciation. We'll see you all same place, same time tomorrow. Take care. Love and lots. Bye-bye. Thank you for sharing your time and energy with us today. I hope you captured one or two insights and implement them in your life. Subscribe to the channel, leave an honest rating and review. Share this with someone you love or someone that you know. We just never know the difference it'll make for them. Again, 
My name is AJ Gupta, and as always, from our family to yours, we love you. Live with love and live with gratitude and appreciation. Take care.